Hello, everybody. I'm your host, Jamika, and you're listening to It's Kinda Crazy with this week's guest, Jasper Rose. Sit back, relax, here we go. Deuce of Beauty. Deuce of Beauty. Crazy. <laughs> so excited. It's like, I'm excited and nervous. Oh my God. I'm so nervous. Don't be nervous. It's chill. We're just hanging out. We're on the couch. Deuce of Beauty. Deuce of Beauty. That is your salon. My salon. My business. My your baby. Business. Yeah. <laughs> How did, you're in Woolaware now. You've just yep. got your own space. Yep. Which is very, very cool. Very A exciting. A lot of love and hard work went into that. A lot. Yeah. Blood, sweat and tears. <laughs> but it's there now. <laughs> How how did that start? How did you get into the beauty and wellness kind of space? Where um, did that begin? Many, many moons ago. I uh, did my first course when I was 15. Oh, wow. I was in year 10. At school. At school. Yeah. Did TVET. Um, I at assembly one morning and the careers advisor was like, hey, we do these TAFE things instead of going to sport on a Thursday. And I went... <laughs> That sounds right up my alley. Please, (laughs) I want to do that. I don't want to go to sport on Thursday. I want to go to TAFE. And there was actually a a massive group of us in in my year, um, maybe 10 of us that all on a Thursday would not go to sport. And I was at Cronulla High, would walk to the station, catch the train up to Guymere and walk to to Guymere TAFE. And it was like one till five on a Thursday afternoon for all of year 10. The and whole year, so you whole, did, yeah. got a whole year of whole not year doing sport. Of no sport. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> no regrets. Um, and then uh, the following year, it was like the same course continued, but like heaps of the girls that were like in it dropped out because then it was like HSC years, blah blah blah. And I was like, doesn't really. You're like, I don't no, care. Doesn't really impact me. I really want to do this. Like, yeah, this is fun. This is like something that I'm interested what in. was the course like what did it um, entail it's definitely different now but it was just like a cert two in like beauty yeah industry it wasn't even like a it was just like a broad of just everything really broad so course. i learned um, all my skin stuff first and all your facials and your hair massages and this that and like heaps of there was heaps of theory of it the second year was heaps of makeup um which i loved and then decided um in year 12 to actually do another course mm-hmm. um and i did like hairdressing salon assist so that was your second course so that was my second course uh-huh. um and then so by the time i finished school i had like two short course like technically they weren't anything that left you with like degrees and diplomas <laughs> yeah. and stuff but like it definitely gave me a massive like taste and interest to be like cool this is something that i could do outside of school i'm highly interested in this so then I signed up to do my diploma of specialised screen and media makeup. Oh, wow. In, at TAFE? Yep, at TAFE. All through yeah. Guy Me TAFE. Like, shout TAFE out Guy Me TAFE. Shout <laughs> out to Guy Me TAFE. I love you guys. Um, <laughs> but it, like, the TAFE system's very 50-50. People will be like, yeah. I loved it or I hated it. Yeah. I loved it. You, you get what you make out of it. Yeah. If you want to make it a good experience... You can make it a good experience. If you want to use the teachers to benefit your studying, your career, then you can do that. And you can do so much like placement through it. There's like compulsory like 20 hours that you had to do. But then you could go do extra and find out what you kind of wanted to do 
within the industry. Um, so then I did that and then I did heaps of short courses. I did my lashes and I did my spray tanning. I did my brows and everything. So Guy Me Tafe was where it was at. Yeah. <laughs> did you never want to go down the screen makeup route? No, I think... It was just a fun... It was. It I sounds really, like it would be really fun. I really enjoyed it, but it was definitely... That's a hard job to get into. Yeah. Like you're in more of that side of the industry. Oh, yeah. As well. And like They're one of the first people there in the morning. That's a Huge big days. task. And it wasn't something that I could... Like our... Um, one of our major assessments during that year was like um, the Mad Max. Oh, no way. Thing. Yeah. And we did like the bald cap and we did the no eyebrows and we did all of that. And like it took so long and yeah. so much time and effort. And I did it and I was like... I didn't really enjoy that that much, yeah. so which was really good because it's not pretty. Then I was like, "Fantastic! <laughs> I've studied that, and now I know that I don't really want to do that. I want to do the the fun side, the glam side, the yeah. get everyone ready for a weekend." Um, so yeah, like nothing, I, no regrets on it, but absolutely not. Like it was super process fun. of elimination. Yeah, and that's like what everyone seems to be doing yeah of if you go and study and then you're like and it sucks to go study like a three-year degree and then be like oh I didn't like that (laughs) super beneficial for me that it was a year of my life but I still got a degree that I needed out of it it was still a makeup yeah degree so and it's a lot of hands-on and practical stuff throughout the course right which is definitely my style of learning. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. Which though, I think so benefited many different... me heaps because yeah. I was able to get the degree I wanted and needed and I enjoyed it. Yeah. And I learnt everything I needed to. Um, and got to be practical. And... 100%. And I think that gives you a better idea. For me anyway, it was the same. Actually going out and being in that industry of where you think you want to go gives you a huge idea of what it will be like because learning and doing all the practical stuff in a situation like TAFE or uni isn't always the same as being out in the workforce. No. And that's what I think that like when I have young girls come into the salon and we're chatting about like, Oh, what do you want to do maybe when you leave school or blah, blah, blah. And they're like, I've got no idea. And I'm like, you should really pop in and see your careers advisor and chat to them about options of, TAFE courses while you're at school yeah. and doing like work placement and doing things because you, you finish school and you're 18. Like I look back and I'm like, what babies? <laughs> like I'm, I feel like what? I'm still a baby, but like <laughs> to decide something that you want to do for your career and your life is massive. Like I feel really lucky that I was at school that one day that that careers advisor was there and was like, Hey, there's this opportunity. Yeah. Because that is the reason why I'm, doing what I was doing I always definitely had a passion for it like I danced growing up yeah always was into the hair and makeup I was gonna say that hair and makeup's a big part of that loved it (laughs) I absolutely loved it like I probably had my first spray tan when I was like 12 oh my god (laughs) love this look at me I'm glowing (laughs) this is the type of woman I want to (laughs) be someone who is always spray tanned yeah like always tanned and like yeah let's find an industry I need (laughs) I need to learn how to do this myself 100% um so it was definitely always an interest and I just feel really grateful that I had opportunity like that while I was at school yeah, and fell into it like that. Like it was, it was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Cause for a lot of people, like I know so many people that went to uni, did a year or two of a course and then dropped out or changed, which Same. there's nothing wrong with, but nothing wrong with, but it is upsetting to think that like 
you the money of that kind of thing and yeah. the time especially once you if you finish like a three or four year course and then you're like mm, mm. don't love it <laughs> like yeah. that's that's harsh especially that's... when you're that age i feel like that's such a good age to go and do all those things 100%. to just email i used to just email people and definitely had connections but where i'd just be like hey i know so and so they've given me your email can i come and just watch what you do for like a yep. week or just one day anything that anyone would give me i'd be like please and it was a it was massive in helping me decide where i wanted to go um so yeah i totally back anyone doing that or yeah. even while you're at school what a great way to not waste time i, I like i don't know what i don't know why it's probably not pushed more i feel like disappointed i think that it that it isn't um not necessarily pushed but like let known that it's an option yeah because i feel like everyone not everyone but there is a big expectation that people just go to uni 100 percent, and that's not for everyone like Which like i said definitely i'm, I'm a hands-on learner majorly yeah um i couldn't even imagine having to sit in a lecture and having to write an essay like that is like, my worst no. nightmare <laughs> like, <laughs> i i finished year 12 and i did my hse and i'm really glad that i did stay yeah mainly for the social for side the, yeah. <laughs> for sure though but um definitely doing tests and doing exams and doing some of that isn't for everybody no and gosh no. it's yeah it's upsetting that that so many kids are like oh mom and dad want me to go to uni or like the, mainly the teachers and the principals yeah. and stuff it's like there's just there's just that many more options out there yeah and TAFE has so many courses so many on all courses. sorts of things yeah just go and check them out Check you know out. what? Go to Guy Mateus' website. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a lot on offer. And they they actually though like have short courses all the time, and like they have government subsidized courses. Yeah, all the time. Like so many of the short courses that I did, my spray tanning, my lashes, my my brows and stuff. Like it was all partly free or yeah. or funded. Like it's such an opportunity to go and find out if you, if you like something and you don't have to spend all these thousands of dollars and all this time. Yeah, exactly. Do a short course. Yeah. For sure. I'm for it. So. so you finish all those <laughs> <laughs> done moving along. Yeah. You finish the tape courses. Then at what point did Dusa become um, a little after company? I finished uh, my makeup course. I went and got a job for a salon in the Shire and I worked there for a few years and there I did a mixture of everything yeah. Um, beauty salon. So, yep. Yeah. Uh, it was hair, it was an everything beauty, salon. Everything. They did everything. So I I did makeup there. And I did hair styling there, and I did all the beauty side of things of the brows and the lashes and the spray tanning. Yeah. Um, which was an awesome opportunity for me to learn and build up. Hundred percent. Yeah, like we work. just said, to see like, how it works in the real and world. Exactly. You, and you do these courses, and it's like, okay, well now I actually have to do <laughs> do the actual thing. Like, so oh, I got a braid um, on a real and person. I I learned so much from from the girls that worked there like there was girls that have been in the industry for 20 years and you're working alongside them you're like this is fantastic you're learning all the tips and tricks um outside of the textbook which is just like and getting paid which (laughs) that's the main point (laughs) (laughs) um so that was awesome and then i was there for a few years we'd had our first lockdown oh which i just can't even believe that (laughs) was a thing in our lives but had our first lockdown, didn't get to work for like 12 weeks or whatever. Yeah. Um, I'd only been an employee for like, I just missed the cut off of being like a year. Yeah. So 
was just getting nothing. I was going to say, salons and things did get permission to stay open eventually with masks and stuff, right? Or am I imagining that? Um, No, I'm pretty sure they were like last thing. They were one of the last, okay. To open back up. So it all just yep. fully shut down for you? All just fully shut down completely for like the 12 weeks. So I sat at home for a long while, just twiddling my thumbs <laughs> and just kind of being like, well, this is random, but this is life. And, and it was fine. Everyone was going through it. It's not like oh, just yeah. the beauty industry was all sitting at home being like, oh my God. Um, But that was wild. A mm. wild time. Such a weird time. Such a weird time. I um then went back to work. Yep. And everything was, was all fine. Masked up. All masked up. <laughs> and continued working. And then the opportunity for myself to rent my own room came up from the woman who I used to get facials off and get my laser off. She had a spare room in her salon and was like, love to get someone who does brows in. And I was like, oh, I don't know. That's a lot. Like I'm still only like. 20 yeah. like you know I was just like that's wild to think no I don't think so thank you but and I guess sure. thought about it for a little bit and was just like nah and a, a few months had been passed and I went back to work and I was just continuing working after that first lockdown things were definitely a little bit different oh yeah I mean for everyone in, in, every, in industry. every industry but just just working back with all, all the girls I was working with I mean any environment where you're going to get 15 girls in a room working together it's always going to be a bit of a rough time. <laughs> it was very it's going to have its challenges. high school vibes of, of just always being around girls and always working. And that was starting to get to me a little bit. And um, I, yeah, it was months later and the, the woman said, uh, this room's still available. And I was like, oh, I don't know. Let me think about it a little bit longer. I called my mom and I said, mom, like Janelle, her name is from Evolve. <laughs> I'm just going to give a shout out to everyone while I'm here. <laughs> Do it. Um, uh, Janelle from Evolve. And my mum has been seeing her for her beauty stuff since like before I was born. So she's just yeah, always wow. been around. Or I knew that it was going to be a supportive environment to step into, even though it's it's a scary thing to go out on your own and At do 20, stuff. It's very, especially. it seems very like, um, it's a dream, you know, yeah. it's just, it's definitely something that you always, that I always wanted. Yep. Didn't, didn't think it would happen probably so soon and so young. Yeah. But wouldn't change it for the world at all. Um, but I called my mom and I said, hey, Janelle said she has this room for offer, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Like, let me know what you think. And by the time I got home, which was from carrying bar to Cornell, 15 minutes, <laughs> 15 <top>. minutes drive. <laughs> I get a call from my dad and he's like, fantastic idea. Let's oh. do this. This is brilliant. Can't wait. Like chat when you get home let's pick out some furniture and I was like what oh whoa like that's so lovely though definitely knew I would get support from my parents but I'm always shocked I think to think how just like yep let's do it let's do this yeah oh wow okay um so which is I just needed I just needed that little bit more of a push and we did it that was December of 2020 I well probably in November actually went to the old salon I was working at and said I'm leaving bye <laughs> and picked up the keys to this little and it was like a, a room it had no windows it was very little um but it was your room but it was my room and it was yeah. my space and I literally just stood there just being like wow like this is about to be my life we're about to step into this and I did and yeah. that was it and um yeah you're like this is it this. Uh, was it always called Dusa? 
So when I started doing my first courses when I was younger and I, um, before I got a job at the previous salon I worked at, I started as Beauty by Jasper. Yeah. And actually Leilani made my first business card with oh. me. We had to have been in high school still and she we drew this card. It was so cute. Yeah. And it was this little pink thing and it had like a face. She like drew this face on it. It was so cute and said Beauty by Jasper. And at that time I only just did makeup and spray tanning maybe. And um, maybe I just did makeup. Gosh, that was a long while ago. Back in the day. <laughs> and I was I was doing some freelancing and I was just doing formal makeups and social makeups and, and just like, yeah, some girls in the year below me and yeah. um, a few girls in my year. And then when I went to the salon that I worked at, you weren't allowed to have your own business. So that kind of just got... Um, set aside and then when it was time for me to create a name for my salon I was like I just don't know how I feel about having your name my name Mm -hmm. like I want to be Jasper from somewhere (laughs) I want to be you know I want to be I don't want it to be that in the future if I'm able to get employees and have a team behind me I don't want them to just be like I'm working for Jasper like I'm you know I want to be like I'm working for this company I'm working for this brand I'm working for a name that has has built itself up to be something so i wanted something short and sweet and just easy yeah something to be branded potentially you know you look at so many um beauty businesses but even just companies in general you got cafes now yeah gyms like everything has a A t-shirt that everyone wants to wear yeah and i i want to work towards something like that um so dusa came from a list of names that I'd written down in my notes on my phone. Um, it's I love that. Though. That's so real. It's like if you have to name something, you're like, all right, get out the notes on my phone. Honestly, I'm like stressed to name baby one day. I'm going to have just like 400 <laughs> names in my notes. So I'm going to be like, goodness gracious, I'm going to have to narrow it down. <laughs> We've got 400. Um, so I loved, I just loved it. Yeah. Instantly. It just I, sounded good. It sounded good. So um, originally... I knew it from for being Russian for soul, heart, and spirit. And I was oh, like, wow. I quite like that. It's quite like a harsh kind of name for something so beautiful. Yeah. And like beauty can be quite harsh. Oh, yeah. So I, I really quite liked that concept of it. But it was actually Gabby who was on your podcast. Hell yeah. She came in and got her lashes done a few months ago. And she was like, what does Dusa, like, Dusa means Croatian for like beautiful? So I was like... I'm probably going to start using that one too. So, um, yeah, I, I really like, I really like the name, and it just, um, it's just nice and yeah. short and, and sweet. It stuck. It just stuck. No, it's, it's great. It's a great name. And then, it's on my t-shirt. And it's not going anywhere. They're cool. They're really Thank cool. You. We'll have to. Um, I'll have to put a photo up so Thank everyone you. can see your all your little merch. Um, how do you? I guess it kind of plays into what you'd learned and what you knew. Mm-hmm. But beauty is obviously a pretty saturated market. Majorly. Yeah. How did you decide what services you were going to have? Initially, it was she offered brows, right? Is that what the lady who's rented you the space needed? Yes. Yeah. She said. Uh, narrowed it down for you. Yeah. I was like, cool, I can do that. I can do that. <laughs> did you then, now that it's branched out to a lot more than that, do you sit down and be like, okay, I want to specialize in something or I just want to have a bit of a broad um, offer of services? Yeah. It's hard because... There is so many parts of the beauty industry and that's what I love about it is yeah. the fact that once I have learned something and 
not necessarily mastered it. There's always learning to do, but like once you get the hang of things and something that you really enjoy, then it's like, cool, I can go and learn something else now. Yeah. Add something else. Even like brows, for example, you start waxing and tinting them. Now we can laminate them and now we can do hybrid tints to them and hybrid dyes and these these mix of all these different things which is just constantly evolving and due to technology and like things like tiktok and stuff is like constantly there's like a new technique of something and a new doing of something so i after i did the makeup and i thought this is what i want to do i want to be a makeup artist and then i got my first job at a salon it was like yeah cool you can be a makeup artist but like it's not enough and i'm yeah, like you need to do oh, something do else but it's like well yeah it's not like not that it's not enough but it's very much weekend work yeah not often are people getting their makeup done monday to friday <laughs> True. unless it's formal seasons which is fantastic but then what do you do for all the other days yeah weddings and i'm not one to sit weddings for sure still but again they're only just becoming popular yeah. weekday weddings like yeah it's true. often just weekend work and I was like, cool, well, let's go start doing brows and lashes and spray and all the other things. So I did cap it at the just the face side of things and yep. just the the brows, the lashes. That's kind of all of those. Yeah. <laughs> and spray tanning. Spray tanning. Spray tanning is a massive one. But um, before I started my own business, I actually wanted to go back to TAFE and study facials and and yeah. do that side of beauty therapy and do so there's even more that you can do at TAFE for that 100 percent. yeah like um there's there's constantly things to do and like I have have briefly done that stuff but I am not confident enough to to be like I, I do this like yep. um the facials and and even like you do your, all your body waxing and your lasers and you think like there's just so many parts to it and you can't do it all in one course. Oh, You no. kind of do separate different courses or, or specialize in – I decided to do my diploma in, in makeup and specialized yep. stuff. So, um, yeah, always evolving, but it's, it's hard. You can't do everything. Yeah, no. I think I do enough things to keep – myself (laughs) (laughs) occupied and busy like I would probably get quite bored if I just did makeup or just did brows or just did lashes like I think I have enough things to keep me on top of it and be able to keep on top of like the education of it as well like I said things are constantly changing like yeah you've got to keep up with 100 services I don't think I'd be able to (laughs) actually keep up with that many services and all those trends and all those new techniques and and the amount of products that come out on the market like and they're constantly changing a new technique to a product. Like it's like this product comes out, but you use it slightly different. And it's like, <laughs> Do I really honestly, and it's like you just have to just keep learning. So, um, yeah. I like it. I wanted to talk about lashes. Yeah. Quickly. I'm a bit of a rookie, mm-hmm. as we kind of spoke about before this, but I'm a bit of a rookie to the whole beauty world. Never really delved too massively into it. But you do the lash lifting which seems like a pretty natural process compared to something like fake lashes yeah what is the difference and what do you think is the kind of more positives of doing that um so extensions really took off a few years ago yeah like majorly every second person was getting extensions now that comes at like we're speaking before of a cost a cost (laughs) and time 
if you're getting your extensions done most of the time, it's every two weeks. That's how long Three they weeks, stay mate. That's how long they're kind of staying there. And again, just depends on how well you take care of them. Yeah. How good they're being done in the first place. Um, how fast your cycle is and how fast your lashes are growing. Like, because um, they're going to just start to fall out a lot faster if you're yeah. you know if you're swimming in chlorine daily or going on ocean swims daily or do you know or washing your face with certain chemicals and products or just your lifestyle definitely is a factor yeah into into all of these beauty things that we do um but extensions i think are potentially heading on the out mm-hmm. i think they're time too time consuming and too costly for people so for extensions that say it's even a a three-week thing that you're getting them redone every three weeks that could still be a hundred dollars every three weeks far out potentially 70 potentially 80 like just depending on where you go and how often you are getting them done but yeah a hundred bucks every three weeks whereas something like your lift you're only there as well for extensions. If you're getting a full set, like you could be there for two hours. You could be there for three hours at some wow. appointments. Um, you could be there for an hour maybe, but you'd have to go more frequently. Yep. So yeah, it, yeah. it all all plays into it. Something like your lash lift is lasting you six to eight weeks. You don't have to go back at the eight weeks it'll just naturally start to just fall down. Yeah. Extensions, you have to go back and get them removed or you're picking those bad boys off oh. and you're in, you got no lashes left. There's definitely a few TikTok videos going around of people pulling out really, really janky <laughs> lash extensions. Which is awful. 100%. And that, it, it's pain, like, it's not enjoyable. It can't be it's good painful. for your eyelashes either, right? No. And look, like, start, like, product has come a long way and um, people's techniques have come a long way. So it's definitely not if you take care of them and if you get them done properly, there's no harm in it. Yeah. But something like your lift and tint is personally, I think, a lot less harmful only because you're you're a lot more inclined to take care of them and get it done properly and do it properly and and wait the eight weeks in between, six weeks in between even if if they only last that long on yourself. Like everyone's different. Everyone's got a different lash cycle or you know, even like if you've got events on, you know, you can do them a bit close together stuff and it's still going to be completely safe and fine to do on your eyes. Yeah. Um, I personally think that they are a lot more of the future of yeah. doing your lifts. Like they're a lot more natural and girls are definitely leaning towards the lot more natural, a lot less maintenance because yeah. again, the time and the money. For sure. And just... Uh, you just get so busy and there's things there's obviously things that are going to take more importance than stuff like hair and getting all those kind of beauty things done i think sometimes in terms of necessity of what you need in life like you need groceries 100 <laughs> so anything like that where you said like you don't have to go back to get the yep. lash extensions yep. the lash lift and which is what i think i um same like brows and lashes and the spray tanning makeup they're all things that that you can get once and not have to come back and get um which i do want people to come back and and get multiple times but i also i'm realistic about it and i like i personally like we're just talking before about nails i don't go and get my nails done very frequently (laughs) because i don't have the time and money for it yeah we you know being like 24 and living in the shire right now 
it's expensive. Life is expensive. Life is expensive. If you're living out of home or if you're studying or if you're just living. just li- <laughs> At this point. At this point, just living, just living is just expensive. Yeah, totally. You know, so I, I definitely understand why people don't come so As frequently, frequently. Yeah. to get things done. And I, I try... Obviously, I have a business, and I'm trying to to come back. <laughs> make money to to cover the overheads to keep this business. Yeah, but also I'm human too, and I do not go and get stuff done that I can't afford just to keep up with the Joneses. So yeah. it's it's really it it can that can be a really tough one. Yeah, um, trying to get people. Like you just said before, what we were talking about before about like cold emailing and just trying trying to get business and trying to do things and trying to get people involved in things. It's hard because you just you can't keep trying to get people to put in money when, like you just said, groceries yeah are, are more important in people's lives. So, like the yeah. things like that that are a luxury at the end of the day. Yeah, um, one that people love yep. and they really want to have. But yeah, sometimes. But I think that's really good that you know you. I would hope that a lot of business owners would be as understanding as that to like hey i know i want you to come back and i want your business but also understand that that's life yeah um because yeah yeah. hence why i think lash lifts (laughs) (laughs) and my concluding argument (laughs) is that i I definitely think lash lifts are a lot more becoming a lot more popular because they're a lot more affordable yeah and a lot more doable and they are a bit less intense to do um around your eye area pretty sensitive area it's a very sensitive area (laughs) as frequently as that so that's where i end my argument of that no i love it (laughs) and it's very the beauty industry is very female dominated yeah generally but you do get male patients yes i have a a a lot of male clients so cool get their, their brows done um i think it's i think it's fantastic yeah is that only more recently or is that kind of you um, found that over the years as you've done it? It's definitely becoming a lot more popular. Um, I I think it's awesome. I think that you're doing it anyway, or you're trying to get your girlfriends to <laughs> to pluck your brows, or you're shaving the center of the brows, oh. which is just like you're the devil Boys, if you're doing don't that. Do it. <laughs> but um, honestly, it's like 15 minutes. It's I think it's actually quite nice. Like I got a handful of boys that will come in, they lay down, we're just chatting, 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 yeah. and like that's so I, sweet. Honestly, and I think it, I think it's just a really nice little environment for them to come in and just a little bit of self care for themselves. A bit of self care, like how, what else are you doing? You're going to the barber, but you're sitting in the barber chair, and are you even talking to your barber <laughs> half of the time? Like if you have a barber that you go to. And you're talking to them, but more often than not, you're walking around Westfield and you're like, oh, I'm just going to pop in and get my hair cut. Yeah. I definitely the feel end of it. like <laughs> boys' haircuts are, you know, starkly different to going to it. One hundred percent. We were saying we just spent like six hours at the salon <laughs> getting going blonde. It's all happening. So you're getting to know your hairdresser. Oh yeah. Boys are in or out, in and out of the barber in like fifteen minutes, yeah. and they get the same haircut <laughs> the whole time. Short back and sides, please. <laughs> um, no hate. So I, I think it's a really nice environment for them to come into lay down for 15 minutes mm. just chat quickly about your day about your life about your girlfriend about your wife <laughs> like just chatting yeah and I, I think it's i think it's nice and I, I hope that it becomes even more popular yeah for sure um so yeah do you find that boys 
have less of a pain tolerance for things like that. 100%. They're absolute wusses. Yeah. And <laughs> you all know. Which is so funny. <laughs> you are. <laughs> I always say that to like friends and stuff. I'm like, you guys, you can't do it. Or even times where I've tried to like braid my boyfriend Logan's hair and you're like pulling it hair. And as a girl who did dancing and just grew up having your hair braided, you're just used to it. You just, your hair gets pulled and it, yeah, it hurts, I guess, but you turn but a blind eye. But it doesn't. Beauty is pain and <laughs> yeah. get over it. And same thing. And Jalen, I'm so sorry, but I'm going to let everyone know that you cannot handle a brow wax to save your life. I will pluck like three of his brow hairs in the center. He's like, there's no way people pay and come and get this done by you. Like, this is the most painful thing I've ever had in my That's life. so funny, isn't it? Yeah. But then someone like, I... I feel like a girl would be more, you know, you break your arm or something, more of those injuries. And they're like, oh, my God, it hurts so much. And the boy's are like, ah, it'll be fine. 100%. Brush it off. It's a, it's a different type of Bring out the eyebrow works. <laughs> boys are like, oh, my God. Yeah. A little bit of a pivot. Yeah. Speaking of things that maybe are a little bit daunting for people, you shaved your head. I did. A few years back. For World's Greatest Shave. I did. Uh, No, for no? Cancer Council. For Cancer Council. For Relay for Life. For really for life. Yes. Okay. For charity, nonetheless. For charity, nonetheless. I remember you saying to me once that you think everyone should do that at yes, least once in their it's life. the most liberating thing in the entire world. Which seems so crazy <laughs> to me because that just seems like, oh, I just don't think I could do it. But then everyone I There's know no that has shaved feeling. their head says that, which is girls. Every girl I know that shaved their head says Straight the up, no better thing. feeling in the world than yeah. rubbing your hand over your shaved head. <laughs> <laughs> it is liberating. Nothing, nothing feels better, honestly. Like I love getting my hair cut and love getting it cut short, and especially like something's going wrong in a day. I'm like, get me to the hairdressers, and I need to cut some of my hair <laughs> off because that's the only thing that's going to get, get rid me of it. through this right now. <laughs> um, uh, so shaving it just felt like wow. What was a there a moment though when you first saw it of shock? Um, heck yeah! I was like, what on earth have you done, Jasper? <laughs> I was like looking in the mirror like, are you sure? And I'm like, well, it's too late now, but like, are you sure? (laughs) Uh, No, I straight up will say that if I was not in the beauty industry, I would be doing something to do with charity work as my full-time job. Yeah. I love charity work. (laughs) I wanted to talk about that with you because you're always, as long as I've known you, you're always doing something. You were doing your Jeans for Jeans stuff the other day. You do Relay for Life every year. You are a pretty big part in that, right? Yes. So I am on the Southern Shire Relay for Life committee. I help run that event. Um, This, I just did my 11th year. Oh my god! Doing Shire Relay. Um, So Relay for Life, for anyone who doesn't know, it's... A Cancer Council run event. Um, It's a 24-hour event that is held um, all over the world. Australia, the Sutherland Shire one really? is like, I don't know if it's still a true fact, but it was a couple of years ago, the biggest in the Southern Hemisphere, the Sutherland Shire one, yeah, wow. pre-COVID, I believe. Um, it started in, in America, I believe, Washington, um, and he was a, cer- a cancer doctor and he had patients that he was like, we need, we need more funding, we need more support, yeah. we need more everything. And... Um, he decided to to run an event and the event was a 24-hour event where they walked laps for 24 hours. The message behind that is that cancer doesn't rest, so yeah. you can't rest. Um, cancer's a massive one. Like, not to dull this interview down whatsoever, but no, no. it's um, the statistic within Australia is one in two will be affected by the time we're 85. That's a massive statistic and... 
again, we will have to fact check that because this was when I was younger and really getting into it. Yeah. That I remember hearing that and just being like, what? But even earth? for that to be true at one point. At one time. point. Yeah. And I just remember sitting there thinking like, this, this can't be the future this can't be my future this can't be if i'm sitting in a room here with me and you it can't be me or you that shouldn't That's be wild. that shouldn't be the statistic that yeah. shouldn't be the fact and i think cancer is one thing that everyone knows someone who's had cancer everybody there is no way that you could put a thousand people in a room and get them all to stand up and say okay sit down if you don't know anyone that's had cancer it, it just it just wouldn't happen yeah which is just mind blowing to think and to grow up in this area that, that I had access to be able to to fundraise and, and be a part of something like that. Again, thanks to my school, I had a great teacher who was highly involved in it. I was going to say, how did you get – what was the yes. first year? So was I was in year eight at school. Oh, and um, I – 15, 14? Yeah, young. Younger, young. 13. Yeah. Yeah. And – uh, it was just an assembly and it was like we're doing this thing and me and uh, my girlfriend Natalia shout out to you because her and I would just do f- stuff yeah and it was just like cool we're gonna do this together and I thought this is fantastic and so we good did to have and that we've person. done it every single year since yeah we're both on the committee we both help run it it's something that that we do together and I and I love that it's it's that that we do together as well that it's something that we can give back and hang out at the same time like yeah um so yes yeah, been doing that for a long long time and i love it and in i be- i want to say 2020 it was in the first lockdown that they needed people to shave their head we did like a live stream relay so everyone just oh, like live stream it and, still, <clears throat> and still did their own like things people were walking from like the esplanade in Cronulla or walking from like Sutherland to Surf kind of style, like yep. through the Shire and doing things and, and just doing different events. And I just went, this is my year. I've always wanted to do it. My mum shaved her head when I was maybe two. Oh, wow. She's an emergency nurse up at Sutherland and um, they did a fundraiser. Jody Downs, shout out to you as well. I'm shouting out to everyone on this. Do one. it. Go, <laughs> go you, for She it, is though. the fundraising queen. She yeah. is definitely. Your mum? Yeah, mm-hmm. she's like PNC committee queen, fundraising queen, loves a good charity event, loves a raffle, loves an anything to do with yeah. that stuff. So definitely she got me into that, the background of, of doing fundraising and doing yeah. events and doing community things. Um, so she shaved her head. My brother shaved his head for World's Greatest Shave. You all shave. did it in the same year? No, no. So oh, that just... was like when I was two, she shaved yeah. her head. So I definitely... Gotcha. Don't know if I remember it, but definitely remember photos. Yeah. <laughs> and um, my sister did it before I did for World's Greatest Shave as well. And then my younger brother did it with me. That's so cool. When we did it um, for Relay for Life. So that was really, really cool. Um, and raised some money for it. Yeah. And yeah. It felt really good. Felt really good. Liberating. Would recommend to a friend. Definitely <laughs> shave your head at some point. <laughs> I might get there one day. <laughs> But I think it's especially growing up somewhere like here. We're very fortunate to grow up somewhere. One hundred percent. Like this, um, I think about that daily. Yeah, and to be able to do stuff like that and give back, I don't think there's very many things that really make people think about that, like to change your perspective on, you know, to remember how lucky you actually are to be doing oh. and living where you do. 
I honestly um, do think daily, like, I love the Shire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so beyond grateful to have grown up here and to be able to have, have like, gone to the school that I did yeah. and be and have all the opportunities that I've had. All the more reason why I think doing charity work and giving back where we can is so damn important. Like, someone's got to do it. And it's it's, it's got to be, if the statistics, me or you, then it's got to be me. And, you you know, everyone really does need to to put a little bit more effort, I think, into the giving back. I think we all do it. You know, you see a Facebook fundraiser, you're like, yeah, sure, I'll do, you know, or Mm. like you're walking past and you see something and it's like, yeah, sure, I'll donate to that or do this. But, like, I think it's more of the educating ourselves in why we're doing it and not necessarily just doing it and giving the money um back to the genes for genes mm. again the statistic of that is one in 20 aussie kids are born with a birth defect or genetic disease in australia which is wild if you're sitting say in that a classroom, in australia one kid in that classroom has a genetic disease or birth defect yeah and if you think back to every single class you've been in you can probably look around and be like Think of at least one person. Think of at least one person that that had struggled with this, that, or the other thing, and that that is heartbreaking, mm. absolutely heartbreaking. Or even to think that they're actually they're not in that classroom. They have to go to a. Di- they're actually somewhere else at a different school. They can't be in this mainstream school with us. They can't go and dance all these years, and they can't go and do all these amazing. They just can't. Just can't, and yeah. that is absolutely heartbreaking. Yeah, and I think it's especially when you don't maybe know someone firsthand in that situation or you can't put yourself it's get it's finding those things and like for me I find it a lot in books or in films that really make you stop and be like oh my gosh I am so lucky um I saw one the other day about water it's a company called charity water Mm -hmm. and it was a video that my dad sent me and I was like, oh, I'll give this a watch. It was on YouTube and it was how the cha- charity water organization came to be. And it just kids in Africa and I think everyone knows people in Africa struggle with, you know, having clean food and water yeah. and things. But there's a difference between knowing on it, knowing it and really feeling and being like, okay, what can I do about 100%. that? 100%. Um, so that video was super cool. It was this guy from New York who has started this organization and there's a whole story behind it, but. Yeah, watching it was heartbreaking. And as soon as I watched it, it was one of those things where I was like, wow, I really wanted to do something. 100%. And it was so adorable. There was kids on the website. It became a thing where you gave up your birthday. Instead of getting stuff for your birthday, people donated. Yeah. So it was it was beautiful. Those kids, those kids as young as like five, six, seven. And I was like, wow, for kids that little to understand and be able to put that first, and yep. put the giving first. And I honestly think there's no better feeling than giving. Whether it be 100%. giving someone something for their birthday or giving back in a more meaningful sense, like charity, like personally, I don't think there's any better feeling, um, which you can probably relate to. Cause 100%. Like I – it's just like sometimes, sometimes – <laughs> it's, it's, Yeah, I know. Sometimes I do have, have no words for it because I guess it's something that I've just – I have always done. I have always been – given opportunity to to fundraise like mm. i definitely remember at the age of like 11 12 13 
I have certificates of going and knocking on people's doors for Red Cross. Yeah. I, you know, then have my earliest memory of doing my first relay and then just always having an opportunity that I can go do it, which I think is awesome. And I look back to like, like we said earlier about like having opportunities, like going to TAFE and not going to uni and doing things like, I definitely think that uh, the schooling system (laughs) could use some work overall in many different areas, but I think majorly in in areas of of humanness and and giving mm. back where we can and and learning about so much more than just numbers and letters like just nothing <laughs> just nothing honestly i i feel like i completed all my years of school and i can honestly sit here and say don't really know what on earth i learned from a textbook and in the classroom but I did have a fantastic schooling life and I got my relay for life out of it and I I did different charity things and I did a whole bunch of other stuff, which I'm super grateful for, but God, there could be so much more put into that and so much more for the kids. And like, like what we said about the statistic of, of cancer, even about one in two, that's primary school kids. Like, which is so, it's, it's insane that, that so many like, at the end of Relay, we do a candlelight ceremony at 6 p.m. every year and someone talks about a journey, whether that be a first-hand journey of them surviving, whether that be a carer, whether that be someone a part of the journey. And then there is a slideshow and that slideshow is the most gut-wrenching five minutes of my life and I've never once even from the age of of 12 and 13 starting relay have ever had a dry eye Mm. during that it is absolutely horrendous to watch yeah beautiful tribute but so upsetting the amount of young people on there is so upsetting the amount of young people that I then see standing around whether that be a, those young people on the screen. So then that's people's classmates. That's that's someone's yeah. kid. Someone's that's friend. someone's everything. That's someone's friend. And then there are even the amount of like parents up there, but parents of young kids. There's there's just so many young people that I think get. It's just like we'll get it. It's just it's just part of it. It's just de- like, but it's not. Mm. And it definitely needs to be brought up in schools a lot more. Definitely more of like counseling therapy definitely more sessions definitely more healing definitely more things for kids but then also the awareness and the the charity side of it the fundraising finding different companies to to help and come in and teach them the way of 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 then helping yeah i think a big way of doing that and this the idea of this for me kind of came from watching that charity water video the other day to be honest but something they do is they show where their money goes goes which i think and they is have a really... live map on their website yeah and it shows you all the places that they have you know been able to install fresh water wells and clean water this and that and and people can go on and see what their money has done yeah um and i think that that's a big part of that because seeing firsthand how what you've done can help those families it can change their lives 100% and i think that's a big part of getting people to understand and because once you feel that i'm just like surely you can't feel that and <laughs> not. and then just move on <laughs> and then just, just scroll to on. the next video yeah. which i think is is really harsh about about social media and you do see these charity things and it's like oh next video yeah and 
it does take someone to actually be like, oh, I'm going to click on the website and, and mm. actually find out more and see how I can help. It's a lot. And I won't say that just doing charity stuff is just like, is easy. It, it's no. not. It takes a lot of time and uh, like all charity work that I've ever done has all been uh, as a volunteer. Yeah, and which most a lot of them a are. lot a lot of it is most mm. of it is for sure, um, but I definitely can see how people turn around and just be like, oh, I'd rather be working, I'd rather have the money in my pocket, and I'd rather and I'm like, yeah, I get that, that's that's, mm. and there's 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 no judgment on that whatsoever. Like, um, I I go and do relay because I really enjoy mm. doing it and I want to do it. If like even even my family a lot of the time will be busy and, and won't come to the event. But that has never stopped me from being there yeah. and, and doing it. Um, always had the support from them. Yeah, of and course. If if they are around, they're definitely popping down and like which I think is, is awesome. But I do it because I definitely want to do it. Mm. I just think that we ha- that I have not that I not that I have to, but yeah. like a really deep d- need to do it. A hundred percent. I definitely think that, that we're here that I'm, I'm here for some sort of reason. And if I am so lucky and privileged enough to be able to have my own salon and to be able to have the dream job I want to, then I've definitely got to give back in yeah. some way or another. And like with Jeans for Jeans, I ran a fundraiser a few months ago. We raised $2,000 through having a platform that I already have of my salon to be able to use that and try and... A, raise money, but again, back to that support and the awareness and the education mm. of being able to share some of the stories to be able to. that's what gets people. Like, it's just like. Your posts that you were doing when it was like something regular Juicy Beauty content yeah. along with a kid's story. Yeah. And I think that was really smart because that is what gets, hearing other people's stories is what gets people 100%. In and get them to understand and maybe empathize with that situation. So I think that was really cool. That was Thanks. a really good way of doing it. Thank you. <laughs> no, it's super, like two thousand dollars is massive for for someone. You know, that's yeah. going to do a lot for for a family or for a kid, and it's very cool. Well, I'm like, you know, how much it costs. Like we're talking about costs of everything and everything living. Like to even go to a GP right now, <laughs> you have to pay for. So to to imagine the hospital bills of a kid who has to go frequently has to go. That's insane. Yeah. To think that, you know, to even think that my parents have had four kids and we are all super lucky that we've all been happy and healthy kids our whole life. And same as my parents have always been healthy to think that there's families that, have have had four kids and maybe even two of those like mm. that's just such a massive massive cost yeah like it's that's just wild yeah it's crazy to realize like i don't know i'm one of five and yep. are you really okay. yeah wow <laughs> oldest number one. Oh my um but yeah you don't think about it as a kid and i guess you shouldn't have to like that's not really what you should be thinking about as a kid but no. yeah, you really do start to appreciate it and understand it the more you get older 100 as you do with most things in life yes <laughs> but yeah no it is wild but yeah no that's super cool and i love i do genuinely love seeing all the stuff you do it's very Thank cool you. 
So I think that's a great way of using your platform. Because as you said, it's a platform you already have. Platform and a lot of have. people have. A lot yeah, of people a lot of people that. do have a platform. But like I said, it's it's definitely not something that everyone's, everyone's into. Yeah. And everyone is happy to, to chuck a couple dollars here and a couple dollars there. That's great. But And that, that is fantastic. <laughs> it's definitely a start. Yeah. But money's such a small part of it. It really oh, yeah. is at the end of the day. Like like the education side of it. Um, just being able to know. And I, and I think... I think that like for kids as well to to know that like and I think it's it's becoming a lot more common for children with with birth defects and genetic diseases to go to mainstream schools mm. and I think it's absolutely fantastic if they're able to be in those settings if if they're um comfortable to be in those settings I think it's amazing yeah to put people in those situations that they have to and really, money's Engage. not going to go about normalizing that. It's stories no, and sharing it's, and awareness. It's being able, a hundred percent, one hundred percent. Because I even know, like as a kid, I, I don't feel like I was, I was quite, I don't feel like I was sheltered. Yeah, in, no. In terms of of being exposed to that kind of stuff, mum, mum is a nurse, and but I definitely remember moments growing up of like, you know, seeing someone with with a disability and you you get awkward almost yeah i definitely remember times that i can think back to where i was younger and being like oh i, I can't contact. look you i can't don't know look. where to look what, like, you can't yeah. look so i um i had a friend when i was younger her name was madison and she we went to preschool together um she was born with no eyes and she oh, wow. was um in a wheelchair and and couldn't speak she could hear um, and I always remember we would, uh, she loved cellophane and loved anything <laughs> musical and anything things. And I adored her. I yeah. loved her. I definitely felt like, but that for me, for some reason felt not like yeah. that was my norm of, of my preschool. And that's my preschool memories. I think it was more when I saw, I guess, an adult that I, w- I felt like, oh, you're not allowed to look or not allowed to make things because... And I look back at it now and think, well, yeah, yeah, I was exposed to it and I, I, I had a friend and unfortunately um, when we went to primary school, she uh, passed away and oh. that was my first experience of all of that as well of just like, At such wow, kids kids are, are born with this and then kids don't make it and kids don't get to go on and, and do their life. But it definitely did feel, feel like because she was just at preschool with me mm. that that was normal and, and she was just my friend. It was not that she had a disability and I was her friend it was just like yeah it was just always that I think even the way parents handle that when they get asked those questions of like why are they in a wheelchair I don't know you couldn't address that in a way where it's just you know that's how it is and yeah that's normal for some people not like yeah. oh don't look don't look 100 percent, 100 percent. so yeah there's a lot a lot to go in those kinds yes. of situations <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's a good start and as you said not everyone's gonna maybe be able to or want to necessarily put in the time yeah. of others, but anything can, you know, just donating $5 100%. is yeah. a good start. 100%. And I, I hope to over coming time do a lot more hmm. things. I would love, yeah, to be able to do four, five, six, seven different charities within a year with, with using – my platform and my space to be able to always make sure that there is something that for myself, even like I, 
I, I do my Really for Life and I do my Jeans for Jeans. I often do Movember and but I, I want to do I want to do more. I want to do more. I want to find out more charities as well because there are so many amazing different charities out there for all different things. Mm. So many different things which I think is Yeah, there's awesome. going to be almost an ever ending amount really. Yeah. No. That's very cool. You should be very proud of yourself because that's really really like great work that not everyone does. That's really cool. Um but yeah, everyone can go check it out Deuce Beauty Instagram. Yes. Go check it out charity things will pop up get we'll involved pop up. i actually i do have a charity account it's called the selfless act oh awesome um it has been on a little bit of pause for the moment but i would like <laughs> life <laughs> some things do get paused um but i would like to definitely start a backup and share more of the stuff because i also yeah. do feel like my beauty page is my beauty page yeah and um not everyone is interested in the charity work so i i will probably start that page back up mm-hmm. um so you'll be able to find find more stuff on there um and how things you can get involved into um and yeah yeah awesome i'll tag them both everyone can check it out Thank you so much for coming. Thank you. This was Thank so much you. fun. I feel so professional. <laughs> I feel like you were very professional. <sighs> Let, stop sweating. <laughs> you can see through my shirt, but yes, it felt professional. <laughs>